It is Tuesday, September 5th, and you are listening to the Motor City Juke Joint right here on New Radio Media. I am Ben Rose. Hi, I'm Kate Holtz. That's right. And you are sitting across from me today. I know. It's just us today. It is. It is just us today, and we have stuff to talk about and things. Stuff yeah. and things. And I'm going to talk about it over here away from you. Whoa. <sighs> that's weird. Actually, this is actually better because I actually get to look you in the face. For most of the show, instead of like having to look to the side, all my neck feels a lot better sitting over here. I can make creepy faces. Isn't that such a celebrity burn thing to say? Like my neck feels better sitting over here. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Away from you. Away from me. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I hope everybody had a great Labor Day weekend. There was tons of stuff to do, and I did none of it. I stayed home. Really? Well, I worked, and then when I decided to enjoy my holiday weekend, I just had a drink at home with my roommate and my husband yeah i did really chill i did some stuffs some stuffs yeah i did uh it was like i was here for svi's show who nice i i i svi apparently listened to the show a little bit oh he did he did and he he because he questioned our dm and i about it he messaged uh-huh. us and we did we kind of didn't know how to respond to him so so is he like a fan? Is he not a fan? Like, oh, I highly doubt that this is, is the not... hallway going to get awkward when I no, it's him? not awkward. <laughs> this isn't. I mean, this show is just not his thing. Yeah, but he questioned us about a topic that we that that came up, uh, and it was a reference to his show about Lydia, which is which some ancient city, which I do, which when he we were doing his show a couple of weeks, just almost a month ago, I believe. Mm-hmm. He was telling a story about Ludkia and in that, yeah, he said nobody knows where it is. Challenge accepted. <laughs> and myself, Ian, and RD decided that we were all going to try to find it. And, well. Any luck? Kind of. Like, being able to find something like that, the way I go about it is I look for things that are around it. Mm-hmm. You know? I like to think that if it exists, I can find it. And from what I could find it, it's the city is now called Lud, spelled L-O-D. And that's that's about it. Anyway, so we asked, I was like, why was Lud? Why was Lidkia on 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 Ben's show? And we said, well, we were talking about Google searches and hard Google searches. Yeah. So we brought up, uh, you know, the topic that you had on on your show. You know, okay. We were basically promoting your show, Svi. So, Svi, <laughs> just be happy. Yes, be happy, Svi. See, Svi, who is a great guy, Rabbi Svi. I, I really enjoy his show. He's on Sundays at two o'clock. Uh, is it the Community? Is that the Community it? Channel? Yeah, I think commu- so. Yeah, Community. I believe. Anyway, Svi, if you are listening to this show, you are wonderful. He had his wife call in, and she. National treasure, I tell you. She yeah. was a wonderful woman. So Did she make sweet. you feel verklempt? Yes, she was very <laughs> sweet. I, I really enjoy I really enjoyed so that. So warm, like butter. <laughs> Is she here in the room? Okay. <laughs> I, um, I kid, Growing I kid. up in Connecticut, there's a very large Jewish community. Really? And, and yeah, a lot of my friends back home actually are Jewish just because of the proximity to the large Jewish community over there. Because you're close to New York and you, you know. There was always that, like, one bagel spot where you could just find everybody that you need, you know? Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so, so Svi, I'm just like, yeah, I got you, bud. Svi is fun. (laughs) He is very fun. Now, uh, you you say bagels, you know what you, um, (laughs) I have have a really bad 
dad joke about bagels. Oh, no. Oh, I know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. I'm ready. I'm ready. How do you prevent someone from stealing your bagels? I'm assuming it involves locks. It does! <laughs> L-O-X, locks! <laughs> Very That's good. So, I'm, the fact that I'm laughing is really gross because it, it was not funny. Oh, oh no. It's not funny at all. Uh, well, if we're speaking about breakfast foods, we can talk about how it is pumpkin spice season. Ugh. I know. First day of fall is not until September 22nd, and everybody's already using that pumpkin emoji. Like, it's their job. They're just, like, pumping that out. I think Starbucks already offers the pumpkin spice latte, too. Yeah, they started doing that. Now, I did see a post about like things to order to get your pumpkin spice latte all year round. That's like, you can order. You Don't order. be that guy. No, I know. <laughs> I, for me, oh, are, are you a pumpkin spice fan? Of course. That's yeah. why you're in the phone booth, buddy. Yeah. You get stuck. <laughs> get in your hole. <laughs> no, okay. Full disclaimer, I enjoy pumpkin spice flavored things, but I'm not like a diehard. Like if I just happen to see it, I'm I'm a sales shopper when I grocery shop. So if it's on sale, I'll grab it. But if mm-hmm. not, I'm like, oh, well, it won't go anywhere. That's fine. But like some of these people like September 1st hits and they're just like, give me everything pumpkin spiced. All Hashtag pumpkin everything. It's yeah, crazy. Know, right? Like it, it's and it's like every basic <laughs> is going to jump on that. Drew, actually, uh, who's in the phone booth right now, just messaged on our group chat saying that I love it. I'm basic. I don't care. <laughs> it's sassy. I love it. <laughs> actually, uh, when you moved into your last home, I showed up for your housewarming party and I gave you yes. a pumpkin spice candle That's as right. your homecoming because I knew that you would love it. You're an asshole. <laughs> it's, it's a pretty candle. Yes. Yeah. I did light it once. Just once? No, more than once. I thought so. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, you, know, you know, Roxy stinks. Right, right. She does. Well, she does sometimes. Yeah. I, I have a Doberman. Dobermans have sensitive skin. You can't give them baths all the time. Only like yeah. twice a year or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, because their fur is so short. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah and it's. Oh, she's. Did, I don't know if I brought this up last um, on Thursday about Roxy bit somebody on the butt. You mentioned it to me, but I don't think you told the okay. story on the air. Okay. So, Roxy is my Doberman. She's a pile of pathetic, heartwarming love. She is. Like, she will bow to you when you meet her and just be like, pet me. Right. That's if she likes you. Yeah. Now, she doesn't like everybody. She gets to be, she gets like an old woman. You know, you walk down the street, (laughs) she's, get off my lawn. (laughs) So, she's outside, out in front. Mm -hmm. I don't have a, um, I, I don't have a gated yard. Which I need to get on. But anyway, so my next door neighbor has this really huge, really old dog. So they have to bring a mobile vet in. Yeah. Right. Okay. So the the, 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 the guy sees Roxy. He walks over to pet her. She, she loves it. Guy turns around to walk away. And she pinches him on the butt. Like a nip. Not hard. Mm-hmm. But enough to be like, hey, what are you doing? And she started barking at him. And that little nub, she has the, the docked tail, whatever, um, is going. So she's obviously not being, you know, like, aggressive, wanting to, like, you know, attack. Mm-hmm. She's pissed that he stopped petting her. 
She bit him on the ass because she was not done. Okay, but my cat does that. Yes, but it's cuter do. when I have a cat named Butters, mm-hmm. and um, because <laughs> we like to shout, "Damn it, Butters!" Um, but he he's like that. If you stop petting him, or if you pet him in a place that he doesn't like, he'll start legitimately gnawing at your arm, and or hand. That's like something that he does. I think that's just something that pets do. And I think because just because Roxy's a Doberman, it seems terrifying because she's a large dog, but she's a baby. Oh, she is. She's neurotic. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. She is. She totally is the most anxiety driven dog I've ever seen. Now, I caught Elsa, my cat, (laughs) sleeping in Roxy the other night. I woke up to that to see Elsa laying on top of Roxy. Now they fight. Mm -hmm. They don't always get along. And I and I tried to grab my my phone to take a picture. And I was like busted. Yeah, of course. Yes, busted. But anyway, let's like back to the pumpkin spice. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Now, do you know how crucial pumpkin spice is to Starbucks sales? Um, probably as, about as much as that unicorn frappuccino was to boost their sales in the dead summer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because that's all that is. Yeah. Without pumpkin spice, uh, Starbucks is gonna fail. Hmm. So, they're, and, and they are raising their prices, apparently. Oh, of course, because why not? It's already overpriced coffee. You might as well make it even more overpriced coffee. Right. You know, it's, yeah. if, if, you, uh, if you stop selling it, all the, you know, the North Face, yoga pants, Ugg-wearing, twat-knot, uh, <laughs> basic bit. Yeah, the, you, you know what I'm talking about, the twat-knot. Jeez, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> Basics would lose their damn minds. Yeah, I mean, you know? you're not wrong. Um, but, I think that the food industry in general, though, is pretty corrupt and awful and needs to be reevaluated, but people don't care because it involves getting tasty things like pumpkin cheesecake, which is now available at your local Ruby Tuesday. Um, <laughs> they, better, they better give you a kickback for that. <laughs> you would think. Um, no, I know they won't. No. Um, so what's happening around in Detroit during this pumpkin spice season, we just had arts beats and eats this past weekend. Um, this upcoming weekend, there's, um, arts and apples fest in Rochester that's happening. So you can get, you know, your apple cider instead of your pumpkin spice. Okay. Which is the true OG fall drink. Right. Right. Apple cider. Okay. (laughs) Good shit. Uh, I saw a meme the other day, and it was like pumpkin. Sp- you know, it's oh, it's pumpkin season. It's fall, mm-hmm. pumpkin spice, and then it said, and there was a picture of, of a jug of apple cider and some donuts. Says, and it was like, yeah, that's real cute. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like the Willy Wonka meme, where it's like, tell me more about how you are the king of autumn drinks. Right, <laughs> come on. Um, or if you really want something harder, you can get your mead at the Michigan Renaissance Festival in Holly this weekend. Oh, this is true. Yes. There's tons of stuff to do this weekend, enjoying those last few days outside before we're all stuck in blizzards and sadness and wet and cold and misery. Um, yeah. Oh, no, wait. That's Houston right now, which is awful, yes. by the way. American is- Red Cross is taking donations still for Houston. Um, and there is a Category 5 hitting Florida soon. I think it's Irma, Hurricane Irma or something. Um, but they have s- shut down all the tolls in Florida, and they're, like, all batting down the hatches, and it's going to be enormous. So basically half of our country is underwater right now, um, and I hope everybody is as safe as they possibly can be. Yes. You For know, sure. I'm actually – I want to look this up. What, yeah. What is the name of this this? The storm. Uh, let's see. 
I meant to Google it. Now you're making me look bad like I don't know my information. It is Hurricane Irma. Yeah, I know. Jeez, making me look bad. Um, but then they have all the wildfires on the West Coast. Basically, Ben, the entire country is either underwater or on fire. What's that? Harvey was Texas. Harvey was yeah, Texas. Har- Harvey was Houston, but now Irma's coming to Florida. You know, Harvey, that's a good Texas hurricane name, though. It kind of is, though. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if Kenny Kens will write a song about it. You know what? <laughs> we should ask him. Yeah, we should. Um, and then on the West Coast, like, everything's, like, they're still doing, like, the wildfires and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, basically, like, half the country is on fire and the other half is underwater. And then there's us. There's us. Yeah. With pumpkin spice. Yes, with pumpkin spice. <laughs> now, there's some BS about Kid Rock, you know. Oh, really? Does it have anything to do with the Little Caesars Arena opening on it, the 12th? It does. Oh, my God, it does? It does. You're welcome, Little Caesars Arena right. opening on September 12th. Hint, hint. What's going on with Bob Ritchie now? I know, right? Oh, I know, right. See, we're talking about <laughs> pumpkin spice. Look at, look at, oh, damn, I just went basic. Uh Oh my god! Oh my god! I couldn't. What even. is going on with Kid Rock right now? I, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm so odd. I I, I can't even. Uh, uh, <laughs> Gross. I know. Oh my god! I'm I'm so disgusted with myself. Right. Olympia Entertainment is defending opening up Little Caesars Arena with these series of Kid Rock concerts. Okay. The people are pro are planning to protest the first show on September 12th. And Olympia is saying, well, Kid Rock's a consistent supporter of Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the political social views of performers are not endorsements of the company. But you don't have, you have to yeah. think about that, though. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So he is getting backlash because he still flies the Confederate flag during right. his concerts. Yes. Right. Okay. Meanwhile, he's trying to run for, uh, for the Senate. Which, which he still may or may not be able to do. We don't know yet. Right. Um, but that's something he's going to be doing. So basically what's happening is that famous people are running for public office and they don't realize that their views as an entertainer affect their professional life in politics. But that's none of my business. Um. <laughs> you know? And it, it's one of those things where, um, you know, people don't realize like how much their opinions and views People pay attention to that stuff. Mm-hmm. And with Kid Rock, like, he went on for so long about, be- he wanted to be like this, like, weird, rapping, country, hardcore, bad boy thing. And, like, he's a cool icon in, like, America, sure. But, like, if you're trying to get serious and that was your previous image of people, it's going to be hard to shake that. Mm-hmm. And now people are holding you accountable. So what are you going to do about it? Like I'm interested, in, I'm interested in hearing what his statement will be regarding the whole thing because he's gonna have to release one because that's what his life is now is a constant stream of released statements. Right. In like, I know we try not to get into politics, but still a little bit. We are we we are in a country where essentially we have Dwayne Elizondo, Mountain Dew, Herbert Camacho from Idiocracy. That was Terry Crews' yes, character. Yes, yes. That is – I actually do have a, a Camacho for a pre, a President 2016 pin. Nice. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, my God. See, I did it again. Damn. Huh. So we essentially have that. That's yeah. our climate. Yes. So we can let some you know, guy that his claim to fame is songs about bongs. Yeah. Well, you're getting high behind the garage. Yep. Know, or. He wants to be a cowboy baby, but in the Senate. 
Right. Yeah. There's, you, there's, those are two very different occupational positions to have. I remember back when he had grits sandwiches for breakfast. That was his, his rap album, and it was awful. Ugh, ugh. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. Bobby. I mean, I know that he's doing a bunch of shows at Little Susie's Arena. It made When that was announced, I was actually – that made sense to me. I was like, okay, I won't be there, but – I know a ton of people are really amped that we have this new arena that's going to be used for everything Detroit forever. And it has a dumb name, but the headlining musician is like down home Detroit goodness. Made sense to me. And now it's like being totally ruined because he's decided to try this new thing and like they're not meshing together. Mm -hmm. And I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's starting to match the dumb name of the arena, though. It would figure that there's this drama regarding the opening. I I'm, I don't even like Little Caesars Pizza, I will say. I, uh, on the air, right now, I don't like Little Caesars Pizza. You know, <laughs> a- after some drinks, the deep dish is actually pretty solid. Ugh. Anyway, I'd have to say, Drew just, just messaged, Drew who's uh, in the phone booth, what about his badass lager beer, which tastes like goat piss? Like can can, he's in that booth, and I can still hear him laughing. laughing. Right, Um, it it does though. I don't really enjoy it either. I I have tried to like Kid Rock so much. I have no reason to dislike him, and I don't dislike him. I just don't like him. I nothing him. Right, Um, but I have given him every opportunity for me to like him, and he has yet to do anything that changes my mind. So, Bob Ritchie, Kid Rock, if you're listening, and who knows, because. You hang around here a lot, and you're on the internet. Um, but, like, impress me, man. Yeah. Ball with the ball. You know, really, the only <laughs> only Bob I care about listening to the show is uh, Paul Mateer. <laughs> you got really close to the mic I know to say I did. that. I know I hi, did. Hi, Bob. Because I, I – yeah, hi, Bob. Now, I, I did po- posting about the show because that's what we do because we promote the show. That's – yeah. Well, we promote all Detroit local things, right. whether it's, you know, bands or events going on around town or, you know, somebody did some really cool artwork like RD right here with this Rick and Morty painting. Uh, like we just hype that stuff up. That's the point of Motor City Juke Joy is talk about like cool right. local stuff. Right. And now when I shared this, you know, uh, a, a kind of layout of what we're talking about today, mm-hmm. I saw that Bob liked it. So oh, no. I commented and tagged Bob. You should tune in. Oh geez. Yes. I hope he is listening. I do too. Um, and I, and if, if I don't have any Toto queued up for him to play, damn it, Africa. Which just is his let it be known, song. Bob, that when Africa by Toto plays, I think of you every time. Every time. Um, we're going to talk about how music affects us mentally, physically, all that good stuff after the break. Yes, we are going to be talking about yeah, that, which we will be taking now soon yeah we are gonna we we are gonna take it but first before we go Mm -hmm. i we're giving these tickets away yes at some point tonight Mm -hmm. to see ajj which i I guess they kind of are just going by ajj now Mm -hmm. they were originally andrew jackson jihad which if you think about it in this in today's political climate might not be the best name I like AJJ. Yeah, I do too. And they have kind of a death cab for cutie, but the death for cutie, death cab for cutie, mountain goats, folksy kind yeah. of spin to it. But it, it's pretty humorous stuff. Yeah, like what? What was? They the, have a song called "Fuck Boy," and it's pretty funny. Yes, yes, but it also is. really mellow. 
Yes. <laughs> Which I dig. But they will be playing at the Loving Touch. Yes. On uh, the 14th. On the 14th, yes. yes. And we have tickets, two tickets to give away. The show is almost sold out. And yeah. When I, when I talked to Ramona earlier today, she said it's almost sold out. It might even be sold out now. Mm-hmm. But we do have two tickets to give, a, give away yes. later in the show. So... Yeah, there's that. So you can call in yeah. at 844-999-9249. That's 844-999-9249 if you want to talk to us about how music makes you feel. If it yeah. actually gets you get a physical reaction mm-hmm. when you listen to it. Also, if you like pumpkin spice or don't like, I want to hear about it. I want to know. I do. Yeah. I really do. This is And this is the cool thing about not having a guest on our show, Ben, is that people that are listening can, we have topics that we want to hear yes. our opinions about. Yeah. So like today is one of those days where if you're home and you're listening or if you're, no, you're at your friend's house and they're boring, call us. And share your opinions on what we're talking about because we want to hear from you. That's right. Also, because like Ben and I sometimes think too similarly, and it gets really boring. Yeah, yeah. Now later on the show, we will be going to talk about some uh, interesting things involving tipping. So we're going to want some uh, waitresses, (laughs) waiters, bartenders to call in and contribute. Okay, but that's later on in the show. We'll let you know. Yeah. Okay. Until then. Until. Then we don't have Toto queued up, but we, we have... don't. We have Scarlet Lies who yeah. were on here last Thursday and they were awesome. So cool. I want them to be my friends. You know, I, I mean, we're friends now because we've met, but like, I want to I want to hang out with them. I more. think you, you can we should make that happen because <laughs> they were so friendly. So cool. All right. <laughs> you, can, you can listen to that episode in our archives on NewRadioMedia.com. That's right. It, it was I believe it was just added today. Yes. Anyway, we'll be back in a flash. Yeah. Well, we're not going anywhere. So you're not going anywhere. But in the meantime, listen to Scarlet Lies. Yeah. Here on Where's Your Joint? On New Radio Media.
are listening to the Motor City Juke Giant right here on New Radio Media. I am Ben Rose. Hi, I'm Kate Holtz. And RD has joined us in the studio. What's up, guys? Thanks hey. for letting me hang out. You're welcome, RD. So we have an interesting topic. Yes. Yes, it is having a physical reaction to music. And this was prompted by a article that I, I – this is the first thing that I saw when I woke up this morning, actually, was this article about uh, goosebumps in music. And basically, you're getting an emotional response. And people that, that, are, that do get an emotional – come on now, Ben. You know how to talk, right? People that do get an emotional response actually have a different – thought process yes yes um i have had reactions like that to music before um like music sometimes will make me you know cry or um i'll have these like really like gut feelings when i'm listening to something where like i'm just like fully engrossed in what's happening in the song and nothing else around me right yeah well that's like kind of like what we were talking a little bit about the show before the show is like they'll they'll introduce that stuff in that those certain music tones, especially in movies and TV shows, mm-hmm. right? When you get that goosebump moment when, like, Daenerys Targaryen flies in on her dragon, <laughs> right, right, right. Like, and you're like, "Oh, I got the goosebumps!" But I've seen this for the third time now. Why do I have the goosebumps? Well, well mm-hmm. whenever I uh, I hear the the twentieth century Fox fanfare before like Star Wars, even if it's not a Star Wars movie, it's still you know, it, I get goosebumps. Yep. Right, you know, I, I shit. I get goosebumps when they blow up the Death Star. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, actually, the point that RD made about like the tones yes. makes sense to me because a lot of the time when I'm having feelings towards music, it's usually an EDM track, which is not necessarily a genre that I'm go to on. But if I'm needing a moment where I'm feeling a little cerebral or I need to just chill out, I'll put on like different sub genres of EDM to feel a certain way right or to like amplify how I'm currently feeling right because it is all just those tones or chords without any distractions well there are different uh, audio frequencies that can affect your mood Mm -hmm. uh, with let's say like there's white noise Mm -hmm. right there's pink noise which is pink noise is supposed to help you learn when mm-hmm. you're studying there's brown noise which is actually supposed to help you <laughs> the brown note that's not that's not <laughs> to be confused with the brown note brown 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 noise it is a lower frequency but it's supposed to help with sleeping i mean in the reason for that it's supposed to be very similar to what uh, is a fetus hears inside the womb which is pretty dope yeah that makes sense right see and i think like about the EDM too. I think like what we had talked about when I got back from Camp Bisco is like well, how I felt that bass nectar. Like there's some, there's just bad vibes like flowing through that, those mm-hmm. tones. And it was, it, you could feel it. It was, it was weird, man. Right. Now there are, um, whether you want to go into like a conspiracy theory or whatnot, people that say that the Nazis did experiments with brainwave generators using audio frequencies. Right. Mm hmm. Now, as somebody, because I, I'm like, I have to know, I, oh shit, this probably had to be early 2002, I acquired some software called Brainwave Generator, and you could program different audio tones. Interesting. And certain uh, audio frequencies affecting your brain to try them out. I tried them out for headaches, you know, to help me sleep, to more energy, whatever. 
some made me happy, some made me sad, some made me angry. Mm-hmm. This is really actually can be, to, to an extent, kind of disturbing. So, like, it legit, legit had an effect on you. It did, yeah. And now, this is back in early 2000s, so... Yeah, who fast, even knows, yeah. So now, right. Mm-hmm. And now you can have that all on, on, on as an app on your phone. Which is pretty cool, yeah. Yeah. I have the worst time sleeping, and I have tried just about everything. Um, aromatherapy and um, musical tones like that always help me. Right. Always, really? always, always help me. Couple couple drops of lavender on the pillow. Well, that's like people with fans, yeah. like having like. That, I have one of those that, too. Just a fan. I have um. Yeah. I have one of those noise. noise makers that sit outside like therapist doors. Yeah. I bought one of those on Amazon for like thirty bucks. I ended up giving them as Christmas gifts to people because I loved them so much. I thought everyone should have one. <laughs> right now, here here's something interesting that so it, and I I noticed this a few years ago, and it was something that would just made. I felt like it was going insane. Mm-hmm. With a fan, if you have it at a certain speed, let's say it's at like a, a low to medium speed. Sure. Did you think that you were hearing music? Never. I hate the fan. I hate right. having a fan. See, I have to have it. I have horrible tinnitus, so I have yeah. to have mm-hmm. – so all these – like this, all these audio frequencies and stuff, yeah. these are things that I have to incorporate with into my own day. Mm-hmm. Do you have tonight – like all the time? Tonight? All the time. My, in my oh, left ear is constant that, ringing. Oh. Uh, I have tinnitus in my right, but it's not nearly as bad as Ben's. No, I've it's kept me up at night before. Which is the yeah, that's the sake of the noise machine. You have to have that right if you have tinnitus, or else it's just never going to stop. I stopped riding the speaker at uh, at raves because of yeah, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Getting that brown note. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So only once. once. So the. But you had to go anyway. I haven't uh, shit my pants since I was like 28 years old, bro. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? 29. <laughs> okay. So anyway, the reason I bring up the fan I'm is... so happy that RD can be on the show now that he's left the others yes. in trust of everything. Good job, guys. Good job. Thanks, guys. So I noticed that when I had to have the fan on a medium setting or low, mm-hmm. that your brain will get confused and try to make sense out of the sounds they hear. Interesting. So I would think that I would hear I was hearing music, but I couldn't place the song. It was like a familiar like melody, but it doesn't exist. Huh. This is actually very similar to what they call visual matrixing, where your your brain your I your brain tries to find patterns in what it sees. But Oh you know what I'm talking like about? Those books? Yes, because sometimes with my tinnitus it'll go from like a solitary like buzzing. Yeah. All of a sudden it sounds like somebody's playing like a really bad bugle horn in my head and it's trying to like play this weird melody. Yeah. It's because there's no sound to distract it, so it's trying to like find its purpose in my brain. Man, right. I'm and it's so glad I stopped rocking speakers. Yeah, yeah. it's awful, RD. <laughs> right. But I've had it since I was like a kid. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Same here. Okay. Uh so your brain is trying to make sense out of mm-hmm. this garbage. Interesting. Yeah. So back to what we're saying about an emotional response from music. Mm-hmm. Now, there is a branch of music um, psychology yes. that studies this, music and emotion, and how things can affect you. Now, you know, this article that we were – that I, I, I'm, I'm assuming – you both have read it, right? Yes. Okay. About the about, that is what happens yeah. when you link me things. I read them. Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> the, 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 half of the students that uh, out of the twenty mm-hmm. 
experienced goosebumps after, by listening to certain music. Mu so, and it says that it's rare, but that's half. That's 50%. Yeah, that's that 50%. That's yeah. crazy. So they did brain scans on all of them, and then the, that the 10, they had a different thought process. Weird. Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense because, I mean, everybody's different and they're built differently, but like creatives and especially people who are affected by pe uh, by music, they already think differently than people who are more into like science or math or something like that. And like, also like I have met people cause I love music. That's a passion of mine. Mm -hmm. I have met people that don't have a favorite band or like they don't really care what music they or listen could, to or could live. They, they can go their entire day without listening to music. Yeah. They might have it as, as background or that I, I, I met this guy. I was in high school. One of my, uh, one of my good friends, he had this friend that, uh, or his parents were, had these friends that lived in Mexico uh -huh. and they're, and their son had come up here for like a couple weeks on vacation to stay with them. And he didn't give two shits about music. Yeah. Isn't that so weird? Like my, my first boyfriend ever, um, and it was very obvious to why it didn't work out. He didn't listen to music. It was a thing. I was like 16 years old and I'm like, oh, check out this band. He's like, I don't really. Uh, I think you'll really like them. I don't like any, I don't, probably since I don't really listen to music, I'm sure. Okay. And it was just so baffling to me because he was a band kid. I just, he was a band kid. He, he was that in might. high school, but he played the trombone in band, which is probably why he chose the trombone since he doesn't really care about melodies. Um, <laughs> did his parents make him? No. He, he, maybe he was going for the rusty trombone. He, I, I, maybe. I, don't know. I, I actually enjoy. Like I actually enjoy too. him very much. We're still very good friends. Oh, that's good. I know. Isn't that nice? Like ten years later, and we're still like good friends. Yeah. I always um, feel but like weird. people who don't listen to music or like aren't into it. I'm like, you just haven't. Listened you haven't to the found the band that speaks to you. You haven't found your goosebump track. Right. Yeah. Yes. Like now, you haven't. Yeah. What What song gives you goosebumps? What's the first? What? Uh, jeez. Um. There's a lot of them. Right, there's a lot of them. I'm trying to find one that like people would really be responsive to. Um, I mean, I, there's a classical Wait. piece by uh, Barber called Adagio for Strings. It's used in a lot of movie soundtracks for like those slow-mo uh, dramatic moments where it's usually like a battlefield and it's raining and people are like dying and they just slow it down and there's just like this huge crescendo oh, yeah, of strings. Yeah. Um, that song gets me every time. And if I'm not, if I don't have a visual aid while I'm listening to it, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a mess, man. <laughs> oh. I just need, I just need the three minutes to get through it by myself. Um, yeah. I really love classical music. I'm I one think of those uh, people. Yeah. It's an Asian thing, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's like a lot of Beethoven. That'll do it for me. Like, uh, mm -hmm. Moonlight Sonata. Yeah. That's the, well, yeah. Ooh, well, for at least, for at least will do it. For at least will do it. Yep. But, um, what was, what did I just, I oh, wish you were here by Pink Floyd. That's a good as, one. As far as like a studio cut, that'll give me chills. That'll get me. Um, there's a song by uh, an EDM artist, mm -hmm. uh, Emancipator, um, that gets me like every time. Um, now, First Snow, I think is the name of it. For me, I, I it didn't always give me a, a, a goosebumps, a response, because I didn't understand what the song was about until... I got older. It was mm -hmm. um, "He Stopped Loving Her Today" by George Jones, mm -hmm. and when I when I figured out what the song was about, I was like, "Damn, that's some sad shit." Yeah, that'll do it. I got and I got a chill. 
I literally got to chill because it's about a guy who is dumped and he tells the woman that I'll love you. I'm going to love you to the day I die, which that's the first, first line of the song is, uh, he said, I love you till I die. Mm -hmm. He stopped loving her today. There, that's the end. That, that's it. I mean, if you think about it, that's it. But once you find out, once it gets to the end of the song and it's like, you know, he, he, First time he smiled, he, the guy singing, George Jones singing, this is the first time I, I, I'd seen him smile in years because he was no longer bothered by her because he killed himself. I mean, that's deep. That kind of song, that's kind of like my Ain't No Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Like that similar where it's just like, damn. Yeah, Walking Back to Georgia, Jim Croce. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Me. That'll yeah. get me. There's a few Van Morrison ones that'll get me. Crazy Love, Van Morrison mm-hmm. gets me. Yeah, uh, and then on the flip side of that too, like songs that give you goosebumps or like that deep like whoa kind of moment. There are also songs that just like immediately make you really happy. Like there's tons of sun chords, mm-hmm. or like just like something about them just makes you feel like you could climb a mountain. Right. Which I keep a steady playlist of because I am chronically depressed and I need to play it pretty Bob regularly. Marley's good for that. Yeah. It's like good Bob Marley is mm-hmm. always good for that. Mm-hmm. Bob Marley can take you anywhere though. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's some man. You know, except FedEx Office because he's always jamming the printers. Oh, Ben's the only one allowed to have dad jokes. Are you kidding me right now? You you know, you know what though? (laughs) Some of the best dad jokes that have ever happened on this show. This and this is before we moved to our wonderful new home and new radio media. (laughs) Was when Mike would always pull out these dad jokes, and they were so awful. Which I guess made them that good, right? Mm-hmm. He, he even did it in school. Yeah, yeah, yeah he would. Yeah. He was always pretty full like, of the dad damn, jokes. It's yeah. like, like, shame. That's right, Drew. Shame. 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 Um, <laughs> sorry, I had to hear the bell in my head. But yeah, but there right? are songs that like just make you feel really good for like no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, I there's a couple of um, judge me for this. Nora Jones songs that'll get me. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, no that's, judgment. No yeah. judgment. She's dope. Yeah. There's like, uh, the, that Cup song, like from uh, Pitch Perfect. Oh, yeah. Anna the Anna Kendrick, Kendrick song, yeah. yeah. I love that song. That song gets yeah. me every time. Do you know? Yeah. But she she gets to you, though. <laughs> do you know? Let's be real. Do you know that that's actually an old bluegrass song? You know, I didn't know that, actually. Miss me when I, I'm gone. I should know that. Yeah, I just off learned the something. Top of my head, but, mm-hmm. like, I don't. I didn't know that. I feel stupid for not knowing it, actually. Shame. Yes. Shame. Honestly, yes. one of I my one of my favorite songs that gets me really pumped is a Kanye West song. Really? Yeah. I, <laughs> is it Gold Digger? No. Um. It's um. God. Oh my God! I just had it. I was just thinking about it. Touch the sky. That's what it is. Okay. Yes, with like Lupe Fiasco, and it's just like everybody's just. It's such a good like. And no. I just get so pumped. Now I have something to say about Kanye West, and it's not—it's nothing recent. Okay, so this is. Go I ahead. just want to interject. Yeah, that, that fits perfectly into what we're talking about. What Kanye West? Kanye West. Yeah, because yeah. he's like losing his mind. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Music industry. And- this, yes. When I the first time I heard Kanye West, I was like, "Is this like great value, Nas?" Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Right. See, but no, because Nas is not like a studio gangster. Nas, oh, I like, know. Nas is like is real i know well Nas, i know Nas is real as fuck yeah Kanye like, is like 
Like, yeah, I'm hard, man. I got in a car crash and my wire got my jaw yeah, got yeah. wired shut. Now I'm famous. I'm singing through the wire, bro. Got Kanye. Kanye West is. Uh, and Nas is real as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Like I actually, I'm not a huge fan of Kanye, but some of his songs, man, they just do it for me. I don't know. Like, Touch the Sky is definitely like up there for me, but All of the Lights is also really good like it causes people to have seizures don't listen to that song ben um well the music video <laughs> well has all of the lights in it obviously actually, most most of mine are audio induced interesting um whoa they have yes. a song also gets me going um he did that song with jay-z n-word in paris yeah. that song for some reason i put that on before please I tell go me out. that's actually actually the title and you're not just censoring it no i'm censoring it okay because if it was that was the title that no. would be no that that would be actually pretty pretty great. Yes. Um, and Ben, maybe you're a victim of some early MK Ultra experiences that you don't know about. <laughs> oh no, I know, I know exactly what happened. But yeah, unpopular opinion. <laughs> Kanye makes me feel good for some reason. I don't know. I don't. I, don't know. Yeah. I still think he's kind of a king douchebag, but whatever. Oh, he is. Yeah, he is fine. very much a his, douchebag. His monarch programming is broken. Yes, according to the yeah. MK Ultra. And there freaks. there are also there are also way better rappers out there and there are other songs that are also in his genre that I enjoy more. Like I'm actually a way bigger Kendrick Lamar fan. Really? But other yeah. than all right, I don't listen to Kendrick to feel good. I listen to Kendrick when I want to think about stuff. Right. Yeah, Kendrick yeah. is like another one of the He's kind of an anomaly in mm-hmm. rap. Yeah. Like he's like it like wouldn't supply, it wouldn't surprise me if he was like shot dead. Just mm-hmm. because of what he is and who he is, like yeah. he's kind of like the new age Tupac. Yeah, if I want to reflect, he's got something to say that matters. Yeah. If I want to reflect, I'm listening to Kendrick. I'm listening to Childish Gambino. I'm listening to people like like I'm listening to Tupac. I'm listening to Nas. I'm listening to people that are saying something to me. Right. Um, but if I just need a pick me up, I'll just throw on Kanye. And that's just how that Fair goes. Fair enough. Yeah, I feel like everybody has that though. They have that like go to artist for whatever mood they're feeling at the time or. You so know, everybody has a rainy day playlist. I have like guilty pleasure playlists. Like, oh, everybody has those. And they're all like that, though. Like my go to for that's like R. Kelly real talk. <laughs> like, all right. I'm like, I need to listen to R. Kelly real uh, talk today. I like, uh, like, bitch. How you not know I was at the club with, with my homies? Or, uh, <laughs> all, right. Like, all right. Perfect. Thank you. I'm going to what I needed. I'm going to admit this. I really like call me maybe. That's Perfect, okay. That's, All right. Yeah, let's go around talking about guilty pleasures. Yeah, we can, yes, we can do this that. is going into let's guilty pleasures. So, yeah, Call Me Maybe is definitely a guilty pleasure for me. I got um, an Ed Sheeran guilty pleasure, that, that the Shape of Your Body. Oh, the Shape of You song, yeah, yeah that, that got you. Yeah. That, that weird that xylophone one. thing in the back really got yeah, you. I don't know. Yeah. He tries and to play I like all the one with the, the weird dancing in the music video, too. Um, oh, the sing? Don't. Oh, don't? Yeah, yeah. okay. See, don't. I got a couple of Ed Sheeran dirty, dirty pleasures. Dirty. Uh, got some, dirty. He's just dirty looking to me. Um, jeez. I had a list of them, though. Yeah, I could go on for guilty pleasures forever, but <laughs> I'm just trying to pull really? some. I got a whole list of ICP <laughs> songs, too. I'm Every Woman? Is that? Yeah? Oh, I got a video of some shit. <laughs> I saw some shit go down with that song recently. I went to some art ex- like exhibit in Detroit two weekends ago, and there was some crazy people doing a crazy dance to that song. Oh, jeez. I'm every woman. And we were like, what? It's did all we in just, them, man. What did we it's just all walk in them. Into? Mm-hmm. 
There's like um, a dude dressed as a flower running around and a bunch of plastic. It was the weirdest. Where was this? That's fantastic. The Scarab Club. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Okay, well, while we're talking about guilty pleasures, we can have people call in and tell us their guilty pleasures. Um, 844-999-9249. What's your guilty pleasure? Do you have a song that gives you feels? I want to know about it. That's for damn sure. What's the one Alanis Morissette song that's like... You ought to know? That's the one. Yeah. That whole album was a big thing for me. That was actually going like to be on... You nailed it. You like nailed right. You, you knew where I was yeah. going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That album was going to be on my list when we had those lists a couple weeks back. Um, Jagged like, Little of, Pill? Yeah, of like influential albums. The, that was one for me. The acoustic version. I, I definitely got so that. Better. Good. Yeah, so it's good. way better than the original, yes. Amazing. I definitely got that album for Christmas when I was like, <laughs> yeah. a child. It was in my stocking. I remember. I love it. it. Um, yeah, we did um, playlist or we did lists of like the most influential albums yes. for us um, a couple weeks back, which you can listen to in the archives on newradiomedia.com. Yep, okay. just go to the arts yeah, and entertainment. Okay. It was that was a great time because we all got to kind of know each other a little bit better. Yes, we did. That was really nice. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Gucci Gucci by Crayshon is a guilty pleasure of mine. It's like that weird little white girl with the blonde hair and she was going Gucci can, Gucci Fendi I feel Fendi. Like I can just yeah. look at my recent yeah. YouTube and it's all my guilty pleasures. <laughs> That, that was a guilty pleasure of mine. Oh, you know what? My most recent guilty pleasure is Taylor Swift's new song. Oh, I've got one right here. Yeah. Ready? It's No, it's not It's not like what you made me do because that song's already old. She released her second track off of Reputation. Like a week later. No. Yeah, called Ready I For It. And I, I, I'm, in the, I'm ready for that I song. I don't write sins. I write tragedies. Oh, Panic at the Disco with the <laughs> exclamation point. With, with the exclamation point. <gasps> Yes. That's bad, right? Yeah, yeah that's, um, that's a bad Yeah, one. new Taylor Swift. I'm feeling new Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'm not judging. Uh, yes, you are. It's okay. A little bit. Please it's okay. T-Swizzle. That woman has successfully been able to reinvent herself album for album for the last, like, five years. Next, she's going to be a rapper, right? Isn't that... Isn't well, that's what this new track, she does drop some beats. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> but, like, she... You know, like, Madonna did that. Like, every album was a new phase, a new style, a new thing. Yeah. And, like, you know, Cher was like that, too. Like, these iconic pop women. Taylor is doing that. And instead of doing that, like, you know, I'm not a kid anymore over-sexualized thing, like, you know, that backfired on Miley Cyrus and everybody else, um, Taylor decided that that she was going to do it differently. And I'm I'm kudos, man. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I don't know if we would be friends and I don't, I would never tell her anything about me personally that I oh, don't want other people no. to know. Oh no. Um, but I think she's having a stupid successful career and I am going to pay money. Don't grab her ass. <laughs> yeah. Don't. Yes. Dollar. Don't grab her butt. Don't. Yeah. Don't. You shouldn't grab anyone's butt unless it's you, your own. You and then you, and you do butt. that. You do that in public and then people will like, what the hell's wrong with that guy grabbing his ass? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. Um, some more guilty pleasures for people around the studio. Um, Drew really loves Sorry Not Sorry by Demi Lovato, which is also how he feels about pumpkin spice flavored foods. That's right. Um, <laughs> and, and Leonard loves the video to Single Ladies. Beyonce. Well, according to Kanye, it was the best video of all time. Fuck you, Taylor Swift. It's Really? That's exactly what he did. That's exactly what happened. There was like another song that was really poppy that like in the last like four years that I really... Fuck. It's like Ariana Grande... It was like a whole Beats audio commercial. Like the video, oh. It was like Nicki Minaj, Ariana Grande, and some other uh, shit. Bang Bang with Jesse J. Yeah. yeah. I remember I, that I being love a guilty that pleasure. Song. Yeah. That's an anthem. That was a guilty pleasure. Yep. <laughs> that's a good one. Now, that that's a, a good that, one to enter the room, too. Guilty pleasure. If I ever have yeah. to walk into the room with a grand entrance, that'll be one of the songs I would choose. Bang Bang. Yeah. 
There's a lot of dubstep that falls into my guilty pleasure category, of course, too, because it's dubstep. There actually is one Skrillex song that I allow in my in my playlist. I one, can't, I can't just get into one. It. Can't get into it. I can't. I've just seen one. him. I've seen him like five times, and he sucked mm-hmm. every time. He says <laughs> "fuck" like every other word to like hype you up, and it's like it doesn't hype you up, bro. It's yeah. just like, weird. You, you yelling "fuck" at me does not make me want to jump up and down. It more. doesn't give you goosebumps. I'm sorry, bro. That does not give you goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. Please shut the fuck up. <laughs> Skrillex. Right. Skrillex. Stop it, Skrillex. Yeah, I can't get into dubstep. Now, I have seen some very interesting dubstep videos of these DJs that will – the beat never drops. They just leave that build up and build up, oh, and then you just walk yeah. out and leave, and everybody's just like – after a while, is like, what the fuck? That sort of thing. That sort of thing does not give me goosebumps. It does not give me oh, feelings. No, no. It gives me blind rage. Finish your song. Finish your thoughts. So, finish you know your composition. Because I, because I don't like that type of music, I can sit there and watch it and find the so humor. There was, there oh, was, like, yeah. For people who so do mad follow, right now. like EDM and dubstep, there was an artist. His uh, Flying Lotus was his name. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, that was like his thing. He would like build up, build up, build up, build up, build up, and then it would never drop. And then it would just be build up, build up, build up, never drop. And it was like, you'd lose your fucking mind. Yeah. Especially if your state of mind was waiting for a drop and you mm-hmm. didn't get it. You're like, you fucking lose it. Well, like, and I understand that they're trying to get like some sort of cerebral reaction from you not getting that payoff because people love sat- like gratification and something like a drop is like an in- like an instant reward. All, that's what it's about. Yeah. So when you don't get that, you immediately flip the switch to... I just got gypped. What the hell? Well, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like it's like sex without the orgasm. Yes. Oh, that's the worst. It's, like, it's a great. It's, it, honestly, like it, that's a perfect analogy for it. If you had to ask, I mean, if you mm-hmm. asked me. Yeah. There's people that for EDM that's, lovers. That's their their bag. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> so I think I was addicted to that. That uh, speaking back to what we were on um, emotions and all that, yeah. I, I honestly think that like I like have a slight addiction to that bass feeling in my chest. Like that shows right. that live music that that where it makes your adrenaline go and it's just that thumping bass. I don't know, man. There's something about that that like I'm thinking about it now and I'm getting goosebumps. Right. Ugh. So, all right. Coming up in a little bit, we are going to be giving away tickets to see AJJ at The Loving Touch on September 14th. Thanks to Black Iris Booking. Yes, Ramona, you are amazing. So that'll be coming up probably, what, like 8.30? Right yeah, in the next half yeah, an okay. hour or so, yeah. Okay. Uh, and we'll still we'll still take your phone calls for yes. Guilty Pleasures, 844-999-9249. That's right. Let's talk about the music, people. Yes. But in the meantime, we're going to take a short little recess. Interlude into an a interlude, song. Interlude. An interlude. Yeah. And this actually is a really good song. Uh, it is by the band Treatment Bound covering a amazing musician, a local musician that passed away many years ago. He OD'd. We lost, you know, we lose people to drugs all- unfortunately all the more time. times than we want right and it was his name was cranford mm. nix and we lost him before he really was able to get the attention he deserved although there are some videos of his out there you can go look mm-hmm. them up on youtube anyway this is a heart that ain't ever been pure right here on Mo- motor joint <laughs> jeez ben <laughs> 
on what? New Radio Media. Do you want to redo that one? No, just go. <laughs>
good stuff on the Motor City Jew Joint on New Radio Media. I am Kate Holtz. I'm Ben Rose. We are joined in the studio with RD. What's up, guys? He's in charge of most things. Um, but we have uh, our team, our family is growing at New Radio Media, and we have decided to trust the new kids with the equipment, and RD is in here with us. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So far, so good. So Hang far, on. so good. Yeah. Yes. So we've been talking about... Music and how it makes us feel that's or right. not feel or right. um, things that make us feel a little too good that we feel a little guilty about it. Yes, that's right. Yeah. As, and we were about to move into, but okay, this is going to be consistent throughout the rest of the show. You can call in with your guilty pleasures. Yes, we'll, please we'll call it because we've got some really funny ones so <laughs> yes, far. Um, but 844-999-9249. Feel free to call. Talk to us about your guilty pleasures. That's right. Or how you feel about pumpkin spice latte, which is sometimes a guilty pleasure for people. That this is true. It is true. But we really want to talk to some servers because what happened with Denny's? This is okay. So um, if you're a fan of our show, and if you want, you can go back and listen in the archives on newradiomedia.com. But which we you talk, should do. Yes, <laughs> we do talk about the Wendy's Twitter account a lot because of how savage they are. Oh, vicious. They're savage. just disgustingly wonderful. Um, and so Denny's everyone's favorite place to get their moons over hammy um has decided to try to do the same thing and post these savage tweets um well they're they posted a tweet a couple days ago about how people who don't tip have no hearts um uh, in its own funny little way whatever um it did not go well the the twitterverse was not welcoming of this savagery if anything they just told denny's to shut up um, mainly because Denny's has a history of fighting against paying their employees livable wages. This um, is true. So basically their tweet translated to a lot of people of, okay, so you're going to blame the customers for not tipping your servers. And we're the reasons that they're not making enough money. Not because the company that is very successful won't pay the servers. Bastards. Yeah. Um, full disclosure, I have been in restaurants for five years. Mm-hmm. I've seen it all. I've been I've been to different locations, different price ranges, different people, menus, all different uniforms. Right. Like all kinds of stuff. Um I also bartend too if you really, you know, I work private parties if you want to have me come be charming behind your bar. Right. Anyway, why not? Um so like this has been a topic that is always discussed between me and my coworkers just, you know, offhandedly. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's always like, how much did you make tonight? How much did you do tip-wise? None of your damn business. I'm just kidding. Usually, right. yeah, it's none of your damn yeah. business. But after a while, when you've been working with somebody for a long time, you kind of you compare your nights together, mm-hmm. you know? And um, the answer is always the same, though. Not enough. Oh. Always. Yeah. You got, you don't work in a situation where you have to pool your tips? No. That's good. Yeah, I used to work in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. And it like it had its ups and downs. Yeah, I worked at a restaurant like that for two days. <laughs> now there are a few local restaurants that are trying this whole no tipping thing. Mm-hmm. They just put it in, add it onto the bill. Yep. And in some cases, that a dollar amount is pooled together and distributed. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's a lot of different ways to go about it because the other thing too is that um, the other conversations that my coworkers and I have, especially during a Saturday night rush is how miserable it is to serve people sometimes and the bad experiences that we have. Everybody has a good restaurant horror story, whether you were eating there or you were serving the food. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that attitude comes from the fact that it's it's a ride-or-die situation with how much money you're making. Like, if this table is not going well for whatever reason, 
that and your tip goes down, that's a problem because now all of a sudden you're five bucks short of what you needed to be right. making to survive. Like, right. And, and when the customers are, and it's, it's a, you know, multiple finger pointing situation. Like if the customers go, well, I shouldn't have to tip my server because you should be providing a livable wage. But then the restaurant goes, well, if I do that, all the menu prices have to go up. Like all the cost of our items here have to go up. Um, or the food quality goes down because we can no longer provide the same ingredients at that price if you want us to lift the wages. Right. So like it's a double-edged sword. Like it, somebody has to be responsible for doing it. Um, or we could all just choose not to go out to eat anymore. Right. Which <laughs> the chain restaurants are suffering apparently. Millennials, millennials are apparently the victims of that. And you working in a chain restaurant. Yes, I do. Uh, so the I worked in a bar, bowling alley, for, for – oh, uh, Damn, I I couldn't even tell. Well over 10 years. Mm-hmm. Our base pay for our wait staff and bartenders mm-hmm. was $6. Yeah. So it's $6 plus tip. And yep. that was That's pretty good. Yeah, that was in that was in the the mid to late 90s and early 2000s. That's really good. Yeah. Because, because what's what's the starting what's the average wage for a waitress or um in Michigan? Yeah. It's different. Let me just double check because they changed it in January. Yeah. It, well, actually, you're able to give a, get, to answer that for Michigan and uh, Connecticut. Yes, in Connecticut, it was it's like five and some change. In Michigan, bad. right now, servers are paid an hourly wage of two dollars and sixty five cents. I have not received a paycheck from the restaurant I work at since I started working there because I get taxed on all of the tips that I claim. So my paycheck for my hourlies disappear, and a lot of people that go to restaurants don't know that. They have no idea that I'm being paid less than $3 to bring you your Diet Coke with a smile. And you leave me $3 on your table. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually, I, I think most people do know that. Yes. I think that the, the people are just assholes. <laughs> that is also something that you can say, I, yes. I can't. Yeah. You know, at this point in 2017, it's fucking common knowledge that your server's not making very much money in their paycheck. Yes. But then there's a customer that thinks, well, that's not my problem. They should get a different job. Yeah. And they're fucking assholes. They are. Sorry. That's sure. just, uh, if, it's got to be. And if I'm happy you... that I'm on internet radio, so yeah. I can say that to any, right. any fucking assholes listening who aren't tipping Kate enough. <laughs> Thank you. So if you work if you work in, in, in the food service industry or in a bar. As a, Somewhere where you live yeah. off the tips, man. Yes. Please. Yes. Please call us. Please and, chime in. Yes. Um, and like, it's a full disclosure thing. Like, yes, I work in restaurants. So I'm a little biased. But at the same time, I would love to get a livable hourly wage. Absolutely. I would love for tips to not be a thing anymore because I want to enjoy my customer experience without worrying if they're going to tip me or not tip me or judging them based on how they tip me. I hate it. I just want to enjoy the connection I'm making with this person and Mm -hmm. providing them a nice experience. Because sometimes I'll have a great rapport with a table. We're having a wonderful time. They're they're there for an hour of my life. Right. I want to make that hour impressionable for them. Like I want to leave a good experience. So they come back and they want to be seated in your section. Yeah, they want to hang out with me. Whatever. Right. Um, and sometimes they won't tip me anything. They'll tip me like you know ten percent of the whole check after the hour we spend together, and then that makes me feel like I'm not worth. My 20% that's typically hey, 15, 20% is the typical. You're worth at least normal. 20%. Well, thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate I t- that. I actually but tip highs, though. So. You do, and that's do not too. why you, we're you've friends. Seen me, you've seen me tip, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I usually tip high. 
Yeah. Like, you got a tip. 25%. You, mm-hmm. it, yeah. But at the same time. I don't even do the math. I just yeah, just, like, I, know, I don't. I know that. Although, yeah. I do know some people that break out the calculator and get it accurate. Which is okay. Well, I'm yeah, never offended. True. Well, there's no. a tip. There's a tip app. Yeah. Yeah. Um, At the restaurant I work at, at the restaurant I work at, they actually put the percentage of how much to add to your check to be that percentage at the very bottom of the receipt. And that's clever. So that we conveniently do the math for you. And it's also a uh, kind of a hint, be like, hey, you know what? You should probably tip. Well, honestly, it's poorly designed because it's at the bottom of this long ass receipt where you have to take a customer survey to get a coupon for a free app. Um, So people don't actually see the calculations there, which is very annoying. Right. It should Um, be above that. Yes. Um, but the survey is great to do. You should do it. Um, <laughs> Always do the survey. Always do the survey. And, and if you go into the Ruby Tuesdays that or, or that Kate works in. Yes, I work at a Ruby Tuesday. Right. I'm not telling you which one. <laughs> to so. be very clear, yes, I work at a Ruby Tuesday. I, sh- I, I realize as I'm saying this, like, man, you probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, but you don't know which one. Yeah. There's a shit ton of them. Do you work at the one by near where you live? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just checking. Do you work at the one near that one place that has that stuff? No. Here, I will write the answer for you on okay. this piece of paper. Right? <laughs> <laughs> she, he, you it know, said, it said, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, did it, did, said, did it say? It that, said, "Come visit me." It said, "It said, I neither confirm did, nor deny." Did it say this? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, kind of. No. My idea for a game show. Yep. It's like. Oh, oh freshness. I like that you just like take a brief moment to freshen up our show. Right, with fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason I ask No, with is the freshness. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I finally know like that where the, the area because I live yeah. over there now. So yeah, I'm we're like, like right. pseudo neighbors now, which yeah. is kind of nice. And I'm like, oh, I drive. I know that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I drive by there. I almost oh, went time. there the other day. Ah, well, I'm only there on the weekends because I'm here you were trying not to wait, you know. Did you work Saturday? I did. No, not this Saturday. I had it off. That's the other thing about servers is that if they want a Saturday night off, it's a bloodbath, man. I request <laughs> this past summer, I requested off five different Saturdays for various reasons. None of nobody's business. Um, I got one and it was last week because it was Labor Day weekend and restaurants are typically slow because everybody's up north or at Arts, Beats and Eats or all these wonderful things like the Arts and Apples Festival this weekend in Rochester. Um, but like... I finally got a Saturday off because they didn't need the bodies. And I'm just like, ah, so that's like a thing. Working in restaurants is tough in a sense of you never get to have time off with people unless they also work in restaurants um, because everybody else is like doing stuff like, oh, my, my day off is Monday, typically. That's industry. And nobody else off. does. Yeah, it's the industry day off. Like the, mm-hmm. you'll see at bars, I'll have industry night and it'll yes. be like Sunday or Monday nights. Mm-hmm. I, I know restaurants that are just closed. Yeah, on, on, Mondays. on Mondays. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think like, every mm-hmm. Chinese restaurant's closed on a Monday. I just we just hit, I went through this yesterday. And like mm-hmm. most of the We're like let's get Chinese. Most of the like, restaurants. Oh, it's Monday. Most yep. of the restaurants in Eastern Hand Market Monday. are closed on Mondays yeah. too. Yep. It's like um, Monday plus Labor Day is like a double whammy. Trying to find food yesterday. Um, my favorite Vietnamese place is closed on Mondays. But lucky. No, thank have you. Have you been there? No, I have not. Oh. My favorite uh, pho place is on 13 and Dequinder. Oh, okay. Like a lot of other pho places, it's on 13 and Dequinder. Well, yeah, because it, it's all Asian. It's like there's Indian, yeah. so, there's Vietnamese, there's Thai. There's... What's the reasoning for that, that like the Asian restaurants are always there's closed a... on Monday? Because they're open all weekend, so they take the day for themselves. So that, that, yeah. that's, that's it. It's just that's, that's just there's, the day. It's not a, Sunday. It's there's Monday. no cultural anything. Oh, no, it's just it's just a day for everybody to, you know, chill Because out. it's like that, uh, like, uh, I feel like Chinese restaurants all over the place. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, it's also a cultural thing where, like, 
only in America is 24-7 a thing that, like, people celebrate and think's awesome. In other countries, it's, like, super inconvenient and annoying because you have to constantly have somebody on staff. And, like, sometimes being 24-7, you lose money because you have to be paying somebody to be there and there's no business happening. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, 7-Elevens, for example, some of them will close because, like, nobody goes to them and they're just hemorrhaging money to keep, like, the lights on, all the merch ready to go, all those little taquitos that are rolling in that little thing. They have to keep refreshing those. And, like, they just don't make any money between the hours of, yeah. you know, 9 p.m. and 4 a.m., but they're open. It doesn't help that there's one on, like, every fucking corner. Too. That, too. That in a speedway. Yeah. I ha- and they're, I, like, yeah. always right across the street from each other. It's yeah. Like, you got the two, only two 24-hour places mm-hmm. in town competing with each other. Right by my house and the Ruby Tuesday I work at. Like every fucking uh, thing in the Yeah, world. there's a 7-Eleven across the street from the speedway, which yeah. is across it's the street from this shell that just opened. fucking grayling in the middle mm-hmm. of nowhere. Like yep. the only two 24-hour places in the like 40-mile radius were across the street from each other. Yep. Ridiculous. You know who don't who who doesn't get tipped? Speedway workers. Um, which is a damn shame because the speedway that I go to, they know who I am, they know what I'm getting, they can figure mm-hmm. out what pump I'm at because they recognize my car at this point. They're either really good at their jobs or they're stalking me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So speaking of speedway, mm-hmm. are the, you you might know this the speedway, the one at eleven and Mac. Or little eleven and Little Mac. Okay, it's, that's that's your neck of the woods, right? Yeah, yeah. There's Ish. this there's this girl that works there uh-huh. that is fucking awful. Right off the highway. Now, yes, right off the she's highway. absolutely and, awful. Dude, I know who you're talking about. Like I, there can't even be a different person. Right. Okay. Because oh I needed to get. I hope you're listening. You. I needed to get woman. quarters. <laughs> Because I, I, I my, my tire was low and I needed to fill it up, so sure. I went there and I've been there a few times. And the same person is absolutely the worst, worst possible gas station attendant I ever. No, you know what? Worst cashier ever. She said no, I can't because I don't because all the quarters I have are the ones. It, it, it is what I'll have until like four o'clock. So I can't. I was like, well, I can buy something and get quarters from you. She's like. Well, yeah, yeah, quarters. Like, well, yeah, you could, but you have a shit ton of quarters here. Yeah. She's like, I can't do that. Like, well, once wait, they, so one, she couldn't exchange the bills for coins. That a she dollar, had. it was one dollar, one dollar. I just, I needed fifty. But you could buy cents. something, and she could break your change. But until, like, the the thing is, is you can't tell them your plan. Like you, like you got, like that's, dude. I know, I dude, I so know who you're talking about. Too, except gone through this with her like a million times, like more than once, where I've like literally gone back up there with like the cheapest thing possible, and then handed her like a fucking fifty, and been like, "Break it, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> I just need a quarter. <laughs> that's awesome and terrible at the same time. But like, you're not gonna break the dollar for a quarter, so I can put air in my tires. Okay, yeah. You know, Another- if anything, gas stations should um, prepare for that sort of thing. Cause I'm sure it happens often. I also watch. Watched her one time lock the door where there's a ton of people trying to get in. Just lock the door. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she was. I don't know if she had to go to the bathroom, but it, the, it was busy. No note on the door. Hey, be back in like five minutes. Right, even in clerks, they did that. Right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. be back after first quarter. There's a place in Rochester that you can still get your gas pumped for you. Actually, interesting. And you t- they they yeah. take tips. Guy, guy yeah, who comes should, out and yeah. pumps your gas, you, you tip him. I used mm-hmm. to go there when I lived there. It was 
It was kind of cool. That's a thing um, in New Jersey still. Well, yeah. You can't pump your own gas. It used to be. It used Mm -hmm. to be a law like everywhere, Mm -hmm. didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you got a got a trained professional. Yep. And while it pumps, sometimes he'll clean your windshield they used for to have you. A, didn't they have a union for it and everything at one point? Yeah, it was, a big deal. it was a big deal. Yeah, because it was like a luxury. Like, oh, someone's catering to my my gas needs. Well, like cars were like a luxury. Yes, it was like when cars were a luxury. Like, yep. there was yeah, there was also a time where people got dressed up to go on a on a on the airplane to, mm-hmm. to for a fly because yeah. that was that was a luxury. That even ha- I feel like that even happened in my lifetime. Yeah, not, but you know, if like you think about it, right, fly. right now, people wear like the most comfortable possible thing that yeah. they can to go on an airplane yeah. mm-hmm. because you're gonna be sitting in the same spot for a long yeah. time. Yeah, so, or you might get go through customs and have a terrible time. <laughs> you're gonna have um, a bad time. Flight attendants, bad flight time. attendants don't get tipped either, and they pretty much do what I do, just in a smaller surface yeah, area. You're, you're right. More flight danger. A, flight yeah. attendants are essentially wait staff. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Kind of. No, um, they do with, get to travel. Yeah, like they do get to travel wherever they want if they can ever get time off. But like, if there was a job that I wouldn't want in hospitality, it would be a flight attendant. I respect flight attendants because they put up with a lot of crap. At one point, though, like in this country, wasn't that like probably the most sought out job for a female? Oh, yeah. Like, like Stewardess. This, like, yep. Like, like the 50s, 60s. Mm-hmm. Like the... It was a thing for, for women when they decided to leave the, the household I'm homemaker just job. Catch me, yeah. Just catch, me, catch me if you can. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, exactly what that is. I'm, I'm looking up. Should I, t- should I tip a flight attendant? That's, that's what I Googled. Okay. And. It's a, I guess it's a commonly asked question. Wow. All right. Mm-hmm. There are some people that say, yes, you should any, – any type of service, if somebody waits on you, you should tip them. It, it, some airlines allow it. Some don't. That's what I was going right. to say. I bet you there's a lot of airlines that don't allow right. it. it. Like it's against – I guess it's against the rules. Yeah. If a, a guest is – or passenger is so compelled to tip, mm-hmm. I guess you could you could – Mm-hmm. You know, like that's uh, how Uber was for a while. You were like, no tip, tips weren't allowed. But can you add that in on, on your phone now? A tip? Or yes, no? now you can. Yeah, but you can't yeah. give them cash, right? I think you can. Nowadays, I, I've yeah. seen Uber drivers with a little thing mm-hmm. that says tips accepted. Yeah. I think that we are in a society where tipping is kind of outdated because it used to be you would get tipped for outstanding service, not for doing your job. And I think that a lot of the confusion with servers being tipped is that now it's not for doing outstanding things. It's expected because we can't live off of the wage that's being paid to us. Right. So it's a weird situation because um, we now need these tips, not so much I'm going to go above and beyond for you. Right. Whereas like sometimes the customer ment- mentality is, well, they didn't deserve a 20% tip. What about them was so special? Yeah, it's that's the, true. That's, that's, where the, that's where the contradiction and the friction comes from. Right. Is... I you did such a great job. I want to reward you with some extra money. Not you did your job. Here's the extra money. Yeah, I think it falls in line too with where you're working, though. Like, I mean, yes. Okay, so like, not to shit on Ruby Tuesdays. But Go like, ahead. You you kind of get a different clientele in Ruby Tuesdays. Yes, you do. Than you do at like. Uh, <laughs> you did that. Know. I did not do that. I know. I can't even think of nice restaurants off the top of my head. Like Andiamo. There you go. Yeah. Like yeah. You're not yeah. going to get as tipped, tipped as well at no. Ruby Tuesday but as the you will. Checks, but the check percentage, like 
It's twenty yeah. percent oh, off yeah, of the check. So the like check. Ruby Tuesday, you get you know two burgers, uh, two soft drinks, and then you have there, right? what? They serve liquor. Yeah, I'm by, I bartend there. Yeah, okay, um, right, but okay, they also yeah. Ruby Tuesday also has their coupons. So all yes, of a sudden, right. two burgers, two soft drinks, and then a five dollar off coupon. Their check is now like twenty four dollars, which means See. I only make. $5 if that person is kind and rounds up See, people, for 45 minutes of my time. Now, people who, like, am, I don't know, for lack of better terms, who were raised the right way, know that you're supposed to tip on what the actual total is before the coupon. You'd be surprised how many people make that mistake, yeah. So people will tip after the coupon price all the time. Yeah, it happens. I'm a good tipper. Um, now, my origin story with working at a Ruby Tuesday is I, when I first started in restaurants five years ago, I started at a Ruby Tuesday. And then when I moved to Michigan... I noticed there was one conveniently by my house, and I said, well, it's something familiar. I'm about to move to a strange place. I'll work there. And then they were so – this particular Ruby has been so cool about putting me through school, my internship, this job here. They're like, I, I feel very loyal to this specific store and staff. That's good. The company itself can eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Yeah. And your dumb coupons too. But that goes against your number one goal. My number one goal in life is not to be a dick. It's mm. you're not being a dick if you're not paying me a livable wage. I guess I don't true. know. Like this is true. I, just... I have I have, I have drops of Kate. Yes, and there's drops of me. Thank you for not being dicks. <laughs> that was that was Katie Hardy. <laughs> yes. Ah, man. Uh, anyway, okay. Final final thing about the the, the flight attendants. Apparently, oh, sure. if you ask them, you offer a tip to them. I guess you're supposed to ask more than once. If, if, if the first time they're supposed to tell you no, second time they can kind of discourage you. If third time, you're probably so I have to force it. feed this dollar. <laughs> take this dollar. The... Take it. Go. Do not take no as an answer. That was right. an exemplary ginger ale. Please take this currency. She's supposed to tell you no for the first time, but the second and third time, it's okay. Yeah. God, flight attendants consent oh, is man. messed. And I thought I had it bad as a server making two fifty yeah, an hour. Boy. Apparently, flight attendants don't get paid well at all. They don't. They don't. It, a lot of people, a lot of jobs out there, they don't pay well. And people are like talking about raising the minimum wage to $15. I honestly don't think that that's the problem. I think that the cost of living should just go down, period. Why are we valuing things so overexpensive for no reason? Like, I understand that inflation's a thing, but like, I don't get it, man. Because I, things aren't. Things don't have everlasting life. I mean, like, uh, let's the resources are non-renewable. So right, and the population as the population grows, the demand increases. I mean, it's just basic supply and demand. I'm just one of those people that thinks that we should be regulated in the number of children we have. But I'm well, just one of those people. That makes sense. <laughs> but like, like, we are overpopulated. Why are we not doing anything about this? Nick, stop they, it. They Why are we stop still it. giving government aid to people who pop out 12 children? That's not my fault. There's, oh, geez. This there's is a, a lot of different arguments. This is a different show. <laughs> different show. I could jump down a whole lot yeah, of that. We I are know. not going there today. No way. Today, all we wanted to talk about was people. Don't worry. You Bill, know. Bill Gates has got that covered. Yeah. He's got vaccine. Oh. Apparently. Um, but no, but and if you're going to a restaurant and enjoying a lovely meal with your friends and family, um, please tip your server. They don't make enough. And, you know, that soapbox that you're standing on by not tipping them, and it doesn't, it mean doesn't sh- do anything. Don't show them your tip. Yeah. If anything, and this is and this is genuinely good advice. If you are at a restaurant and you are unhappy, do not punish the server. Get a manager. Just talk to them. 
do the damn survey. Talk about what you didn't like because it's not the server's fault. They're just doing what they're told. But if you're unhappy with the serve, like if you're unhappy with like the food or something goes wrong or you just don't like it, then just give the feedback to the proper people who are actually going to make a difference and give that poor girl with the high ponytail and lip gloss a break. Yeah, give me a break, guys. Yeah, she's really <laughs> she's really nice. Yeah, I, I swear she's uh, really nice. really nice. And apparently, her name is RD. Yeah. <laughs> and she's cheap. She, As not not I mean me yeah yeah we but know anyway. we know your price already but yeah. that but that's my soapbox moment hundred that that's just how I feel I mean, about that yeah not my, just, that's not my price do the damn survey and you get a free dessert price. and or appetizer if you do the survey so you're being rewarded for talking about how shitty it was for you that's right yeah now we are going to be giving away two tickets to see AJJ yes at the loving touch at the loving touch on the fourteenth if you yes. are interested like if you're if you like um, Death Cab for Cutie or Mountain Goats Mountain Goats yeah. which Great moral oral song. Yeah. Oh, yes. What's, it's it's a song called No Children. Yeah, No Children. Uh, yeah. I listen to that a lot during my parents' divorce because that's what it's about. One more tipping question. Oh, yeah. sure. Do you tip a hooker or a prostitute or a escort? Let's um, say professional escort. I cannot speak on personal. Would you say? Well, let, I cannot I, speak I'm on not. personal experience, yeah. but I am saying that a large percent of the money you're handing to her is going to her pimp. Yeah, so if so you, you want to give her you some side money that she can extra. hide, do you know this? Nine times out of ten, there's a guy involved taking her money. Yeah, at least some of it. Throw her an extra fifty that she can hide somewhere till she can get away Word. from him. <laughs> Thought I where you hide it is not none of my business. Right. And I just mind. I'm just trying to help you get out of the trap. Hashtag bot stuff. Hashtag. <laughs> Oh, and good question, RD. That is a genuine question to ask about. Yeah, we're talking about tipping. I, yes, we are talking mm-hmm. about tipping. Mm-hmm. Tip. Over, over tip your prostitutes. Over tip, yes. yes. Exactly. And do the survey. Ooh, and wait. do the sur- <laughs> pun intended. Oh wow! What'd you guys do without me? Right. Um. So well. if you want those tickets to AJJ, <laughs> well. well. <laughs> If you want those tickets to see AJJ at the Loving Touch, call us at 844-999-9249. That was my fault. Yeah, it was. That phone number again, 844-999-9249. Get yourself some tickets. Go to the Loving Touch. It's a great little venue. That's right. Um, And the Toasters will be playing two days later on the 16th, also at the Loving Touch. That's right. Yeah. And... I, as I was starting to play. Yeah. We're gonna what go to song are we playing, We're ben? playing Flatfoot 56, Oddboat, who we interviewed. Yes. Yes, they were great. Kyle's cool. Kyle's cool. and I So met, cool you met him twice. I did, and I made an ass of myself. <laughs> it was a good time. Anyway, here's Oddboat by Flatfoot, the Flatfoot 56. On the Motor City Juke Joint. <laughs> Radio Media. Farewell the shallow times. There's a chance that we can make it. A blood of a different kind. I'll speak to you all that I see These sorrows and these victories We're not alone Now 
listening to the Motor City Juke Giant right here on New Radio Media. I am Ben Rose. I am Kate Holtz. And R.D. sitting across from us. What's up, guys? Just hanging out. Yeah, I'm we're just hanging out like double D's. Um, ooh, ooh, right? So, yeah. You rang? Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Wow. Made it weird. Made it weird. Not as weird as learning if you need to tip your prostitute or not. It got really weird. Right? <laughs> it got really weird. We had to take a quick break with some Platform 56 yeah. with Odd Boat. We were on the Odd Boat with yes, that we conversation. Were. Um Oh, cool. So this just happened. Yes, um, it did. Because I've been following it pretty closely. The Freddie Mercury biopic that's coming out uh, Christmas 2018. It stars, um, gosh, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Rami Malek. Um, he's from yeah. the show Mr. Robot. Yep. Um, and a couple other things. But he's going to be Freddie Mercury. And people were like, are you sure this awkward gangly kid who just stares totally bug eyed into space is going to be Freddie Mercury? Um, He'll nail it. He, they finally released a picture of what he looks like, and it's awesome. Yeah, but he's, if you, he's an awesome actor. Yeah, he's, he's great. He's in a bunch of shit. See, there's the picture there. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, have, we have it shared. Wow. Yeah, right? It's really nice. We have it up on our Facebook page right now, and we'll probably put it up in the stream like, or whatever. Geez. I'm trying to think. There's another role, though, where he plays, like, uh, that, he, that that actor's been in, where he played, like, a bisexual or, like gay man and yeah it's like he like he nailed it i'm it's looking like, up his filmography right now um really you went there well i mean I said, nailed it i'm just kidding oh, <laughs> yeah right okay yeah, i mean he's I he's one that. of those actors he's one of those like sleeping act like people know who he is but they don't really know like what he's been in stuff but he's been in some random stuff like he, he'll have he small was in band of brothers or P- the pacific he was in the pacific yeah, that was the one he was. He was in the Pacific. Uh, he's his done some. Character in the Pacific was awesome. He's done some Night at the Museum stuff for like the family friendly folk. He's yeah, been. He was the Pharaoh. Yes. 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 He was. Um, but he's also been in Need for Speed. He's obviously he's in Mr. Robot as Elliot, which is by far one of the coolest shows ever. You I know love what? It. I have not seen it. I really like Still, it. I bet you like it. Yeah. Right. He I was, don't know though. He was in. It makes the, you think. He was in the American version of Old Boy, mm-hmm. which. Actually, I was yes. That's what I knew him I, from. I was skeptical about the about the remake, them doing a remake, but I was actually impressed. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now he stars as Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody, um, and it's like the years leading up to the legendary appearance at the Live Aid concert in 1985. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'll be that's where this the still image is from is from that concert. So that's kind of the. Yeah, the little teaser okay. they gave us. It's not full face, the the teaser image they give us. It's like a profile and he's looking up. But he looks so Freddy. It's very exciting. Because um, these biopics are so hit or miss. Um, yeah, they are. Yeah. You know... Especially after that Michael Jackson... Um, whatever his name is. Not Ralph Fiennes, his younger brother. Ray, Ray Fiennes? Yeah, Ralph. Uh, yeah. Joseph Fines. Joseph Fines. Yeah, after he was Michael Jackson in that weird, like, reimagining urban legend thing about the King of Pop. Did you see that? Like, it was, like, earlier this year? No. Yeah. But, oh, my. Yeah, there was an image of that that oh went around, my. and they actually didn't air the episode because everybody was so offended with how he looked nothing like Michael Jackson. It looked like a caricature well, of him. Yeah. I mean, Michael Jackson kind of became a caricature, but that's... That well, yeah. that that's like something that, completely that's different. That's how he looked. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's painful. Oh, yeah. I I don't know which one's worse. Yeah, it's it's painful. Yeah, you know what, Michael mm. Jackson, he it became painful to look at him. Yeah, it was rough. I I never knew if like part of his face was gonna like fall off. 
Yeah, I f- you, um, you feel bad. Is yeah. it, that's clearly mental illness. Yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, with after that thing that happened, I think it was either late last year or early this year, and now they have Remy as Freddie Mercury. Like, it's nice to see that. Like, no, it it can happen. They can they can get it right, people. Right. Um, but yeah, it's directed by Brian Singer, who is one of my favorite directors ever. Really? Yeah, I wish Ian were here to weigh in on that because I feel like he'd get pumped about that. Um, yeah, because like he's. He's produced and directed a lot of really cool things. Mm-hmm. Um, he had his hands in, like, Unusual Suspects. Yes. Um, he's directed the latest X-Men movies that came out. Yes. Um, but also Superman Returns, so that kind of sucked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, he's just really interesting, and uh, he's not as well-known as I think he should be. He's very underrated. That's just how I feel about that. Fair um, enough. Yeah, and so next Christmas I will be seeing Rami Malek in Bohemian Rhapsody as Freddie Mercury. It's yeah, dope. I I look forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Can't stop me it's now. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, can't stop. Yeah. Oh, now all right. So <laughs> there's a local band that I that I think is great that they did they do a really awesome cover of a Queen song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Electric Six. They mm-hmm. cover Radio Gaga. Yep, and it is almost a shot for shot of the the, the real video. Mm-hmm. That's actually that's a lot of pressure because like Lady Gaga actually got her name off of that song. Yeah, but like, can you imagine this actor who has to be one of the greatest singers of all time? Right, like that's so much pressure. And apparently, he's been doing a lot of like vocal coaching and stuff too, or like teachings and yeah. stuff. Because it's going to be his vocals as well as Freddie's vocals that make up the whole film. Right. Which is like terrifying that you have to somehow vocally even touch the magic that was Freddie Mercury. Right. And you think like uh, when Joaquin Phoenix and Reese Witherspoon did Walk the Line. Which was also very good. Right. And I think Joaquin Phoenix got a little shafted with uh, when it came to mm-hmm. an Oscar. But, you know, whatever. Reese Witherspoon did win. Yes. I, I think that that was an excellent movie. I, I enjoy that movie. When it's on, I watch it for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, they all they both did an excellent job singing. Mm-hmm. Now, what, uh, who else? Um, have you heard? You saw Tom Hiddleston do... You know, I honestly, I have not seen... I haven't seen it either. I've, I've seen the light, yeah. I, I saw trailers for it, so I got to hear him sing. And the dude's from the UK. Yeah. And he sounds like Hank Williams. Now, I, I hope you guys not even mentioned the doors yet. Oh, we're, 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 not, we're getting not there. there. We're not getting, getting there. In, in, like, there's actually some like interesting, one. interesting yeah. stuff behind that. Now, but like Tom Hiddleston, like really impressed me with that because I didn't think he was going to be able to do it. Now, Hank Williams' grandson Sheldon, mm-hmm. or Hank Williams the third, was not happy about that choice. Yeah, he he was like, "Well, I is somebody from the UK." Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's like, well, Sheldon, you can't do it. You, you first of all, you're going to have to cut the hair. You, mm-hmm. We all know you're not going to cut the hair, and you need to clean your act up. Which you know what, Sheldon, I've met him. He's a great guy. Yeah, he's great. He was very nice. He's he, RD. I think you and him, you and him get along because that rabbit hole. They're, yeah. They're, <laughs> yeah, you guys would bond over the rabbit hole. Yeah. All of them. Okay, let's just be clear. I'm entertained by the rabbit hole. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The rabbit hole entertains me. Not okay. Necessarily, yes. do I believe everything from the rabbit? Hole. Okay. No. I but sometimes you're just trolling, right? Yes. Um. But yeah, saw the light was like one of those things where I was like, "There's no way." But Tom Hiddleston's actually yes. an incredible impressionist. Yes. He um. He's not quite up there with Kevin Spacey for me. 
Um, but I would both I would do them both equally, so I like, that's fine. I like Kevin Spacey <laughs> when he does uh, Christopher Walken. Yeah, that's phenomenal. His Bill Clinton's really great. Yes, and his uh, his Jimmy Carter's really good. Yes, his oh, Kaiser yeah. Soze is my favorite though. Oh, of <laughs> oh, he does. He also does a really good Michael Caine. Yes, that's always a delight. He, I he does a great Michael Caine. I always enjoyed. Uh, Craig Ferguson's Michael Caine, even though it wasn't that great, it's mm-hmm. just he was doing Michael Caine in the seventies and drunk. Amusing. Yeah, but I love Craig Ferguson. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, but Tom Hiddleston, he does really great impressions of some of the fellow Avengers cast. Like he yes. does a great Chris Evans. Oh, I bet. With like the dude, like yeah. he just gets there, and he does. Uh, he does Hemsworth too, obviously. When they're on the Thor set, he'll talk about. Thor's guns. Thor's um, guns, yes. I'm a huge Tom Hiddleston fan, apparently. Yeah. I love the commercials that he did as oh, Loki. The, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, they did the, the Jaguar commercials? He wasn't Loki in them. He no, was it was one villain. he did with the little kids. Oh, yeah, we're reading the books and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yep. No, there was a series of Jaguar commercials. Yes, I remember um, that. Where yeah. they would have like British actors be like villainous. And, oh, those are all sexy. They, they, Nick, Tom, Nick Holtz does one too. Holtz Tom, or whatever. Tom Strong. Yeah. Or, or Mark Strong, I'm sorry. Mark, yeah, Mark Strong, Strong Tom is, Hiddleston, and Nick Holt. Mark Strong is an amazing actor. And mm-hmm. here's a uh, connection to this, to uh, Detroit with Mark Strong. There was a BBC miniseries, two episodes called Low Winter Sun. Mm-hmm. It was great. Now, they adapted it to... Uh, the U.S. and he played the exa- they they brought him. He was the he was the 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 constant there. Okay, played the same character, mm-hmm. did it with an American accent, and it took place here in Detroit. Interesting. They fleshed it out to a whole season. Great. Wait for the first time. I can say that the American version of a BBC show was way better. Okay. Although I've never I I couldn't get in the office, so I can't say either way. Mm-hmm. But yes, he and he wasn't exactly playing a villain. He was playing a cop, but not uh, a, not an up on the up and up cop. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Sorry, I was thinking about Tom Hiddleston in the Jaguar commercials. They're so sexy. Those commercials. That was a sexy series, Jaguar. Good for you. <laughs> um, I'm also one of those weird people, though, that does not fast forward through the commercials on my DVR. I love commercials. Do you really? I do. I like my dad. I, I study well, commercials, and I feel like well, your dad right. and, w- and I would have that in common. It's because your yeah. dad does commercials. Yeah. Like yeah. the, the car dealership? I do commercials, too, but I fucking can't stand watching them or listening yeah. to them. Or, you know? I, I find it fascinating. I love listening to other other on-air personalities I I'd, talk I'd listen, I'd listen and I dissect. Yeah, yeah, I listen to them on when I know the people doing them, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I just like watching commercials because – and sometimes there's some, like, severe misses – um, but I like to tear them apart because I'm not a nice person. Um, yes. <laughs> it's way easier. It's yes, easier you are. But, but I also, there are also some commercials out there that really get me that I just I My number love. one goal in life is not to be a dick. There Unless you, you make really a good. bad commercial, okay. then I'm on Sorry. your shit. I, like, I have you. I have a recording <laughs> of you saying that you, you're not a dick. Anyway. Um, but if you make a bad commercial, I'm on your shit. Okay. Um, because commercials are supposed to speak to us and make us want to buy their thing. Some some commercials don't even tell you what thing you're buying, which I think is really gross. You're defeating the purpose immediately. It'll, 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 it'll be like this little animated logo. It'll pop up. And it's like, it'd be, um, whatever. We uh, yeah. we change lives. We build worlds. We... Yeah. Whatever. It's like, dude, what are we you exist. like? Some, you, it's like, it, it's like, a, like, a, like, it's the villain... For some sci-fi movie, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. It happens. Um, I just, I don't really, I don't really 
care for bad commercials, but I do like to watch them. Yeah. 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 Um, sorry. I like how we went from musician biopics to me liking commercials. Um, yeah. So interesting about the doors. Yes. Though, yes. Is, let's talk like, so like Oliver, that's Oliver Stone, right? That was Oliver Stone. I doors. believe so. Now he didn't want Val Kilmer to sing on the doors and Val Kilmer as legend has it, and I'm pretty sure this is a true story. Mm-hmm. Val Kilmer gave Oliver Stone a tape with several tracks on it, some of which being Jim Morrison and some of which being Val Kilmer singing, mm-hmm. and asked Oliver Stone, tell me which ones are which, and he couldn't do it. Yep. So they let mm-hmm. Val Kilmer sing on the doors. And the thing is about when that movie came out, which they should have totally done, is capitalized on the fact that everybody else in that band was still alive and done a tour with Val they, Kilmer. They, as a they were right. going to. Val Kilmer wouldn't do it. Really? Val Kilmer I did, said see, I didn't know no. That. Val Kilmer said no. Do, do you know why? No. I, because he, Val Kilmer makes bad career decisions. Yes. Well, now, they did tour with, Morrison, with yeah. Ian Asbury from the the cult. Yeah, they've toured with a few and different people. He actually was, as far as like who they've toured with doing more like a great Morrison, he was probably the best. Right. But mm-hmm. Val Kilmer would have been great. I don't know. I always get weary of like biopics in general because I want them to be these great, amazing things. And like, I think my biggest fear with this um, Queen biopic, this Freddie Mercury thing, is that like it's just not going to make me feel anything. Have like, I'm not going to get that goosebump. Have you, have you jumped on any channeling like rabbit holes about Hollywood and like how like actors will? channel the dead celebrity or whoever that oh like that's extreme that's extreme, extreme that's method acting yeah. like they're gonna try to get no. super well, like denzel talks about like a bunch of different actors will talk about it they'll be like yeah like i channeled the spirit of so-and-so and blah 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 i wonder if like val kilmer was like you know like no i channeled the spirit of jim morrison and now i, I can't be i can't i can't do it man People, dude, Hollywood's weird. Hollywood's Hollywood fucked is up weird. like that. It is weird. It is weird. And they it, make weird biopics, and that's why I'm nervous about this. But I have faith in Rami Malek. I really think that he's going to go the distance. Um, I don't know. Like, I just, I want that goosebump moment, because uh, Somebody to Love is actually one of those songs for me that always makes me feel something. Whether I'm, like, super happy because I found somebody to love, or super sad because I feel for Freddie in that song, or like whatever that that's a, that song, a song of feelings for me right that now yeah now what about if they did a Fleetwood Mac biopic that would just be weird it would it would be weird and overly sexual and I don't think I would like, like it uh, yeah because so I know you like Fleetwood Mac yes. very yes. much so they all have to die still too yeah like everybody's still alive biopics of people yeah well alive. you it's well you, they did one alive. about Jerry they did Jerry Lee Lewis biopic in the 70s and he did all the vocals for it it was Dennis Quaid played him oh, mm-hmm. I didn't right know that. and I, Jerry Lee Lewis is still that. still very much alive well, not anymore he died no that's Jerry Lewis Jerry Lewis the comedian and Jerry Lee Lewis the musician yeah. are two, two different people yeah. no but Jerry Lee Lewis just recently died like that was remember when I was, I was like last man no, standing. No, but that was that was Jerry Lewis the comedian. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was Jerry Lee Lewis. No. I would like to point out that I was on the Motor City Juke no. Joint Facebook page, which yeah. you should like and subscribe to. That's right, and our Instagram and Twitter. Yes. Um, and a sponsored ad on my Facebook feed for Ruby Tuesday came up. They know. <laughs> 
No, he is. Um, he, he's still alive. He's still alive. And he was. Yeah. He, he, I remember he came out with the album Last Man Standing. Was like because he's the last one on. Yeah. that was like the, he just can't like that wasn't. This even is why I shouldn't try to land jokes while people are googling things. He is on his seventh wife. They got married uh, five years ago. Oh wow! And it's not his cousin, probably. No, that was his. That was the first one. Whatever just happens. You know, it's it's the South. Uh, hey man, it's popular again. It's like you know, incest is in. Oh, it's yeah. talking about Game um, of Thrones, yeah. yeah, and Pornhub and everywhere in the world. Oh, hey, I'm telling um, you, the world's going to hell. It is. So we're we're almost basket. done. It's almost nine, yes, that's which right. is great because I want to go home and watch American Horror Story because it premieres tonight. That's right. It does. See what all the fuss is about. You with just these... want to go watch commercials. That too. Yeah, like, FX has good commercials most they, of the time. They do. It's usually like the Super Bowl commercials and like those companies just yes. on FX, which is great. But they're owned by Fox. That's why. I like that you're plugging FX's commercials. They're right they're now. good. They um, got great fucking commercials, man. Dude, FX in general Fuck is their program, they're an amazing I channel. I watch mostly FX shows. AMC's got a couple of good ones. They do. Yeah, I love Preacher. Preacher, oh, I still have to get into. So good, Preacher. Yeah, yeah, so good. Um, yes, it's but great. FX, they have American Horror Story. Yes. They have Fargo. They oh, have. Was there um, an episode of Preacher on on Monday? Yeah, it was. Yeah, okay. season season finale. What else do they have? They oh, I have. Gotta watch it. So Shit, much. they have that leg- legacy show or legend show or something. I don't know. Um, the the X Men thing, Legion, Legion, yes. Legion. So good. Um, they have You're the Worst, which is I my, love. You're, you're the, the early twenties in my dating. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, but it, it got kind of sad in the second season. Yeah, this next season's gonna be no picnic. Um, oh, dude, between You're the Worst and the new BoJack, I'm gonna need some some Prozac. I gotta so pick myself up. That show, the BoJack Horse. You're talking about BoJack. I Horseman? love BoJack Horseman. I just, like, I just like, this past weekend. Yeah, like, last week we told you to watch yeah, it. And yeah, yeah, great show. Right, yeah, fucking awesome. You're welcome, Mr. Peanut Butter. Yeah, Mr. So Peanut Butter's good. great. Um, the most recent season, episode four, where he's like underwater the entire time. When you get there, man, you have to talk to me. Come talk to me. Talk. Wait, because we're gonna I talk. Thought, wait, did season four come out? No, no it's coming out on Thursday. Oh, okay, it's in my planner. I'm on. I'm like, I've like watched all the episodes. I think. Okay, so you did see the one where he's underwater. I think so. Yeah, yeah with the seahorse baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, so now that we're done plugging all of our favorite shows, although it does that show does bring up weird questions of like bestiality and. I'm it's a cartoon lie. for a reason, RD. But I can't help it. Like when a human is like, yes, I'm in love with Mr. Peanut Butter, this dog. Yeah, but on Family Guy, Brian fucks hot girls all the time. And that's not questioned even a little bit. I question it all the time. <laughs> what do you mean? Like That's so weird. Well, while RD questions all of these things, please go onto our Facebook page. Let us know how you feel about the topics tonight. That's right. Um, give us some topic ideas for Thursday because I think we're guest free Thursday too, right? I will always we might question. be. We might, might not be. be. We, it, you yeah. know, it, people drift in and out. Yes. So, and if you want those tickets to AJJ for the Loving Touch on the fourteenth, also please hit up our social media. You could probably get them. Also, why am I the weird guy for questioning the weird shit? It's not <laughs> weird that you question it, RD. It's the fact that you talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> that you're you're putting all that thought into it. You just need to chill. Yeah. <laughs> but why am I like? Am I not the... Okay. I'm done. Okay. I'm done. Okay. I won't bring up any more weird shit. You can sit in the corner <laughs> and think about what you just did wrong for the next two minutes. Right. Is, are those lifesavers? Would you like one? I would love one. This could have waited the three minutes until our show's over, but... Yeah, it could have. <laughs> Four minutes, actually. Anyway. 
So uh, internet radio, everybody. Yes, internet radio. Like us on our social media, Facebook, We're, Instagram. Our Twitter account would be sassier if you guys would follow us more. That's right. Because then I would care to post savage tweets. That's right. how that works. It's the internet. It's not my rules. It's yours. That's right. And follow <laughs> us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. See uh, pictures of our ugly mugs. Hash, we don't. We don't tag RD questions everything. Right. <laughs> we do not have a Tumblr, nor will we ever. Ever. Or a live journal. Or a back page ad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you um, know what? We should put one in there. Just be like, hey. Yep. We're, we got a, We have an internet radio show. Oh, okay. Wait. We actually have a listener that messaged in about tips. Oh, this is, yeah. This is actually from Nicole Kelly, who is the singer from the Speakeasies. Oh, yeah. She says, I wait tables and used to bartend. People mm-hmm. who don't tip can go swallow racers. I work incredibly hard to make sure that my guests want for nothing. I anticipate their needs so they don't even have to ask. However, in the rare event that I get a 10% tip from a person who is either stingy or doesn't realize that they are being assholes, mm-hmm. I concentrate all of my bad voodoo on them. Yeah. I wish them to experience an unplanned pregnancy. <laughs> wow, the savagery. I hope they get pulled over by the police oh while driving goodness. home from so drunk driving. I, well. I look at them and hope that they try to sneak a fart out but really shit their pants or skirts. Most of all, I hope for really <laughs> burning, bleeding hemorrhoids. I pray for their failure. Oh. So apparently, so tip your servers, or they're well. going to send bad karma to you. So glad I tip well. I mean, like, yeah, mic drop doesn't cover that one. No, that was that was, uh, that was pretty good. Yeah. yeah and tip, honestly, tip at the end server, of the day, tip your servers and your escorts. Yeah, and at the end of the day, yeah. honestly, like, it's and, a good day for me if like my really really good tips kind of counter the bad tips, so it all evens out in the end to an even twenty yeah. percent all around. Yeah, that's a good day for me if I don't make twenty percent. At the end of my day, when I've put together all my sales and stuff, yeah, then that sucks. Right, like and, overall, I should make twenty percent. And you yeah. know, when you don't tip, that per, that 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 server or yep. it's going to remember. Yep, yep, and it's true. That diarrhea you got and, after going out to eat is not necessarily the food. It could be somebody putting a hex on you. Yeah, it, go go watch uh, uh, waiting. Right. And, yes. yes. Yeah. And also remember that you should. No does not necessarily mean no the first time with the stewardess. So Apparently. Try yeah, at least try at least three. But that times. involves tipping, yes. And since we're giving oh. advice, oh. please oh. spay tipping. spay Just and neuter your pets. Thank you, Bob Barker. All right. All right. We'll catch you Thursday. That's right. You're listening to the Motor City Juke Joint. On right. New Radio That's Media. Right. It is on New Radio Media. I am Ben Rose. I am Kate. And uh, I'm R D hanging out. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> See you <laughs> <Yep>. Thursday. <laughs> Fuck I please. Well,